Hey, Mother Truckers, you gotta love this interview right here, man. My, my guy started off as a, a welder. He, he he quit high school, started working at 16, started making over 250K a year as a pipeline welder, right? He owns nine trucks. I'm not talking about lease. I mean, we're talking he owns nine trucks, owner op, and he puts his trucks on with Swift. He has 30 properties that he owns. He has a wholesale business with his family member and the man's doing his damn thing so you know i always tell people uh you can do it man uh, you can really do it uh did you ever think that you'd be under 30 years old and be a, a millionaire man honestly no i mean if you if you would have told me even 10 years ago i would have completely said bullshit you know, and for the people that would be talking shit, saying this guy can't be no millionaire. Look at look at his clothes. Look at this. Look at his <laughs> jeans. Look at the dirty guy. Uh, 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 what would you say to the haters out there? Um, you know, it it's a lot of hustle, a lot of hard work. Um, not getting caught up in buying Jordans and Yeezys, man. They're not worth it. Period. I, it's just. You know, spend your money where it's gonna help you, not where it's gonna hurt you. Oh, I love it, man. I love it, man. And that's what it comes out to. So, hey, that's what's up. Your situation, Aaron, is just super unique. You know, you're, you're grinding hard, you're working harder than most. And off camera, uh, we talked about it. You know, you've uh, gotten cancer, you've gotten over that. Uh, you got blown up eight feet in the air. And your back basically broke almost every bone in your body and you have to get, uh, what what's it called? Um, shots every yeah. uh, two weeks. Cortisone shots every Cortisone two weeks shots in my because, back. Oh my yeah. gosh. And you just sitting down right now, honestly, uh, from a pain of one to 10, what are you feeling right now? Uh, constant six at minimum. Constant six at minimum? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yep. And so, you know, the doctors have told you that uh, how long uh, can you walk for possibly? Um, next 10 years roughly so it's i mean the day i stop being able to walk is just going to be you know figuring out another way to push through it um that's pretty much what i've done my whole life so you know pushing through it has always been natural for me what's going on mother truckers <laughs> if you guys don't know hey this is my guy Aaron right here. Uh, just like the title says, I, we already know there's gonna be a lot of shit talkers. But how I mean, much were you making, man? Uh, welding. Two fifty k a year. Two hundred fifty thousand a year, and from that, uh, you went to working for Swift. Yep. Will we say maybe Swift wasn't the dream, but was trucking a dream? Trucking was definitely the dream, and you know, coming into it. Swift was first choice and they wound up being probably the best choice I could have made. Hey, good for you, man. Good for you. And, you know, through the interview, we're going to find out, but you got nine trucks on with Swift as well. Yep. So let's, let's walk to your truck and kind of get to know you a little bit because a lot of people are going to have a lot of questions and most people are going to say, I would not leave a 250K welding job to work for a trucking company, let alone Swift, right? So I think after this conversation, we're going to... We're gonna figure out why that is, right? Right. So yeah, let's take a walk, man. Let's take a walk. Oh yeah. 
you know, you, you, you didn't know that you were going to be a, a superstar on camera, right? No, I didn't. This was just kind of <laughs> like walked into it yesterday and started having a conversation and there it was. There it was, right? It was just random interview getting sprung onto me today and here I am. Hey, overall, brother, I appreciate you just for doing it because, yeah. you know, when people see things and this is your life that we're talking about here, um, people are so quick just to talk shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, so that's that's not what we're trying to do here. So let's walk. Let's keep on walking. Let's keep yeah, on walking. No problem. I like that hat you all, you got on, though. Oh, dude, I do, too. <laughs> hey, thank you for giving it to me. Hey, I mean, man, that's, 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 that's awesome. what we do. Let's cross the... Uh, Street carefully so we don't get hit by these damn trucks. Right. <laughs> Had some guy flying through here doing 20 or 30 yesterday. Oh, they'll go 100 at this damn truck stop, man. There's uh, truck drivers and then there's truck drivers, man. I mean, it's a truck stop, man. Slow it down. It's not qualifying day in NASCAR. Come on. <laughs> this truck's a 2018 T680 uh, automatic 10 speed. X15 efficiency series, it's nothing special, but I mean, just got it a couple days ago, so it is, it still has the Swift stickers on it. Okay. They're not, they're not lease stickers. I buy all my trucks outright from Swift or outside vendors. Um, this one's black. I mean, it's... Let's check it out. Yeah, let's check it out. I'm so, good. since we're on the topic of that, you know, everybody says leasing is garbage. Don't lease. Is that what you're doing? Are, are you leasing, uh, leasing with Swift through their program, or how does your operation kind of work? Uh, my my first truck was a lease. Um, after that, I've not done a single lease. After that, the uh, I don't feel that the lease programs are the best programs to do. Hey, that's a. Hey, I'm glad you said it because if you didn't say it, I was gonna say it. <laughs> don't lease from nowhere, man. Uh, if you can help it, is it a stepping stone? Yes, but remember, uh, if they're not actually making you sign anything, if it's not your credit, it's not your money down. Guess what? It's not really your truck. Right. So, you know, and if if you don't have a hundred percent walk away on it, you know, it it could just come back to bite you in the ass. Period. So, I mean, so why'd you do the first lease program? What was the reason for that? The first lease was really just to get a foot in the door, kind of figure it out, um, get into it, kind of, you know, set my foot in the water, go from there. Um, other than that, it just, it, it was just a way to get my foot in the door. No, I hear you. And then after that, you actually completed the lease program? Uh, that one, I actually didn't. I wound up actually losing my ass on that truck. Lost, I think I lost about a hundred thousand on that truck. A hundred thousand dollars? Yeah. So uh, leasing doesn't really set you up for a success. No. Um, that engine actually had some issues from the factory. Wouldn't warranty it. It, it was a nightmare. I, I so from there, what did you do? Uh, from there, went back to being company. Uh, Wound up actually leaving Swift, going to work for my uncle for a while. Worked for him for two years, and then came back to Swift with two trucks. 
So that's how it kind of started. Pretty much. So you basically have owner operators on and you're just using Swift's freight. I, I hire out my trucks, well, hire out my guys. Um, I pay them for basically, you know, just their labor. I, the trucks are all mine. Do 99% of the maintenance at the compressor on this one went out last night at two in the morning. I had a guy run out here from Okala, Okala, yep. however you pronounce it. He ran me out a new compressor last night, got it swapped in at about four this morning, up, showered, walked inside for the interview. I hear you, man. So, so well, that's why you're looking like shit yesterday. Because <laughs> you're looking more handsome today, brother. I'm running on three hours of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear you. I hear you, man. So, so. you know, I, I appreciate that. So let's let's hear it, Aaron, like why would one ever leave a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar welding job and become a truck driver and work for Swift, right? Uh uh, let, let's start with that. Uh, how the hell did you obtain a job like that and what type of job was it? Um, so I was actually foreman for a welding company that a buddy of mine started. Um, we would get hired out to BP, uh, Shell, a bunch of the big companies. And I got paid to go out, weld on pipelines, um, become foreman. So I pretty much ran the company for them. 99% uh, of his day-to-day -day operations. Um, I had underwater certifications, just everything that could allow me to progress. Um, I wound up walking away from it due to medical reasons. Um, as we discussed yesterday, I had, you know, I've been blown up three times. I'm gonna um, stop you right there. <laughs> You've been blown up. Yeah. So when someone says blown up, what does that mean? Because you're working for the pipelines, right? Yeah. And so when you say blown up, what do you mean by that? And uh, can you tell us the story of that? I mean, pipeline safety is number one, but you know, just with everything you get, you get the guys that don't know what they're doing. You know, they come out there you know, first day on the job, whatever, you're in there to teach them a bit more. And sorry, it's a little bright out here. That's why my eyes keep closing. But yeah, you uh, can keep on your glasses. Yeah. No, keep them on, brother. So, sorry, it's fine. It's long night. Um, so, you know, it's, you know, you, you get out and you get first day on the job. Granted, part of that's my fault. I didn't give him very good instructions, but uh, I, I was out there welding on a live line one night, and uh, my dude, I put him on fire watch. Basically, all he's supposed to do is just, if there's a fire at my feet, just put it out. Um, winds up, so I'm arc welding out there, and he dumps an entire tank of fire extinguisher on my head pushes that arc into the line, sends it down to the next derrick, blows up the derrick, and comes back and I get blown up, so. Shit, man, so when you got <laughs> blown up, I mean, uh, are we flying through the air? What's going on? I mean, I barely made it out of the hole. I was laying right next to the hole. Uh, he hightailed it and 
ran around to the other side of my truck and the force from that cap getting blown off the pipe uh, was actually bad enough to lift me eight feet off the ground. Shit. Eight feet off the ground. And so you said you've got been blown up three times. So that was one situation. Yep. Uh, was that one the worst one? Uh, that was the worst one. Um, that one had actually broken my back in eight different places and it's trashed my spinal cord. Sheesh. I wouldn't even want to ask to see the scars, but can you show any scars on this, man? Dang. No. You know? No. Um, the, um, your hand. I'm looking at your hand, hand right now. Yeah, the hand. Put, put that close up so people can see. You know. I the, mean. The hand was completely degloved. It's been sliced here. Uh, I've got sliced there, sliced there, and it's... That hand is pretty much just there. I mean, it, you know, I can hold the steering wheel going down the road. Um, I can still do all the mechanical work that I need to do on my trucks because, you know, I, yeah, I'm an owner operator. Yes, I'm, all my trucks are, you know, they have warranties, but I used to work at CAT. You know, this is, I still love getting my hands dirty, still getting under the hood of my trucks. Um, but as for being blown up, you know, it's... So your back, your hand, uh, anything happened to your legs? Uh, I've had shrapnel go through my right leg. Um, I had my left leg get broken. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's been, it's been rough. It's been, was... oh my gosh, dude. I, <laughs> I can't even tell how positive, you know, we were talking off camera, you know, and you were saying that every uh, few weeks, you have to take get some sort of shots in your back because uh, of the injury your back is healing but it's fusing together yep um my back gets cortisone shots every two weeks um in different places the normal stretch for a cortisone shot isn't that close but with how bad my back is and it needing to be constantly stretched and pulled so that my back doesn't fuse together and lock um, it's it's pretty much every two weeks. Um, by the time I'm 40, I'll be in a wheelchair. It's just, you know, getting out and getting it all done while I'm young. Um, trucking's been a dream of mine since I was five, man. I used to, I grew up 17 miles off of I-40 in northern New Mexico. And I was always that kid with my arm out the window. You know, <laughs> telling everybody to rip on the air horns. That that was, I was that kid. You know, um, growing up, going into trucking, it, it it was there since day one. You know, it. There's. Ugh, I mean, I I dropped out of high school at 16. I went up to Wyoming, went to college. Um, did heavy duty diesel, I'm certified in CAT, you know, PACAR, Detroit. I mean, did that in welding in two year stretch. Went out to the oil fields after working at Caterpillar for a while. Um, did four years out in the oil fields, 
and I'm just coming up on my seventh year in trucking. I'm telling you, it's it's incredible, man. Um, you know, I just keep a positive mind, brother. I know it's very hard to talk about this, and I I thank you so much. You know, I, of course, I'm laughing and keeping it light because I, I really appreciate you, brother, for just sharing your story. And I yeah. know this isn't something that uh, you you want to you know share or think about every day. I'm sure you don't share this every day. Right. So, you know, for all you mother truckers out there, uh, this is not easy, you know. This is not easy to share your story like this. So I, I really do appreciate you so much, you know. And it, it's one of those things where, you know, when the doctors tell you you're gonna be in a wheelchair at 40, how do you stay so positive, man? Like, you know, it's, I, I, I don't even know how you do that. For the people that are having stress in their life, for the people that feel like they can't make things happen and they don't have they don't even have doctors telling them this uh how, how do you even go about this man i'm i'm so proud of you brother <laughs> i mean i can't even wrap my mind around it but you know um well i mean for me it's it's you know, i've been dealt the entire shit deck in life i i didn't just pull one or two cards that just happened to be shitty it was I got the whole shit deck, and I played it. I kept going. Um, by the way, I'm not on here for sympathy or anything like that. Oh, no. No, we're <laughs> just here to tell your story, brother. You know, um, I mean, I, I grew up low income, you know. My mom was on HUD, you know. We went through, she was in college going to nursing when I was three, you know. Um, that kind of installed my work ethic. Growing up on a ranch, northern New Mexico, that installed my work ethic. I've been putting in 16, 20 hours days since I was, I think 12. You know, I, I grew up working myself to the bone. Um, you know, e even though I've got till I'm 40 before I'm in a wheelchair, that's not gonna stop me. Um, and even after I'm 40 and I'm in a wheelchair, I'm gonna still be working. And that's I'm, why you're setting yourself up now. And you know, you got nine trucks on the road. Yep. You know, including yourself. But at that time, you know, that's why you're building up smart. Right. You know, and and for people that don't know, when when Aaron says his cards were uh, stacked against him, I mean, you even found out that. At one point you had cancer or is this something that's still going on that was i'm actually a survivor two years post everything so how did that even happen because we talked <laughs> off camera and eh, something to do with radioactive yeah so working out in the oil fields i was exposed to a lot of radiation um a lot of this was out either underwater welding or it was out in the middle of nowhere um the worst pipeline that I did was actually there's a hazmat disposal outside of Carlsbad, New Mexico mm -hmm. that I was welding pretty close to and they actually had a radiation leak. Um, that's been covered up. Um, exposed now. <laughs> exposed now, but covered up, yeah. Um, you know, a lot of it was caused by then. Um, you know, so I... I got cancer at age 20, you know, 
took me two years to beat it, walked away from it. Um, I mean, my, my list of medical is just five miles long. So, uh, you, you know, 20 with that, and then after that, getting blown up after. Yep. And now seven years and, and trucking and making it happen. Even though they say there's a timeline, but I, I, I pray and I hope all the mother truckers pray out there that the technology is just going to even get better and better and better. We'll have the medical, we'll have the machines, we'll have what it takes to get you right so you can keep on walking for the rest of your life. No kidding. You know? I mean, me too. I mean, you know, me sitting in a wheelchair is not on my list of plans. You know, I, I don't think it'll happen. Nah, I think I'll probably with, push through it. You're going to push through <laughs> it, brother. You, it's you know, not going to happen to you, man. You I know, mean, with how strong you are, yeah. you know, so for, you know, for anyone that wants to shit on my man for um, basically quitting his $250,000 welding job and, and finding himself at Swift and now has nine trucks and put them on with Swift, um, you know, before you put the hate comment, watch some of the video first. <laughs> and if you're hating first before that, then we know you didn't watch the video. Exactly. You know, um, on a business side uh, with Swift, though, uh, would you recommend um, buying your own trucks and and using Swift's uh, freight? You know, for, for me, it's worked really well. Um, for somebody else, it may not. I'm, I'm single, no kids. Um, you know, I've got all the time in the world to devote to it. Um, you know, somebody else, they may be only trying to run half of what I run. It may not work for them. Um, you may get a guy that is running four times harder than me. It may not work for him. Um, simple as that, it doesn't work for everyone. Um, I know a few guys that have at least five trucks and they're either leased out or they own them outright and they all work for Swift. Um, for me, it's worked really well. Like nope. I said, it may not work for somebody. No, I like that, brother. And I, I appreciate you for being honest that, you know, you tried the leasing program yeah. and you lost 100K from it. Yeah. And uh, basically the 100K was in the truck, right? Yeah. And then you had to go back company driver for a while yep. and save up again. And you actually went company driver with them or for another company actually. Right. Uh, it was with them. Uh, when I stepped out with my uncle, I, I borrowed one of his trucks. Wound up buying that 359 off of him, and uh, that one's sitting at the house right now. It's a big cam with a five x four, and uh, that's it's probably gonna wind up being a show truck. <laughs> hey, there we go, and then we'll show that one off. Right. Uh, a lot of you, I just let you know. Um, most of you probably can't come out here and work for Swift and start buying trucks and putting them on with Swift or putting on with any carrier. Uh, remember, uh, my guy worked for uh, a couple of years grinding hard, welding, making some big cash. So, you know, um, he had an advantage, disadvantage, I would say, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, coming out of welding, I had, I had a decent chunk of change saved up. I'll give it that. Um, you know, trucking was, I mean, it was going to be a hit to the bank account no matter what. Um, a couple years into it, I realized, man, I, I could just go owner-op. I could be out here making 
money close to what I was making before. Um, and I am now. You know, I'm, I'm making a little bit more. Um, I won't disclose actual numbers. That's fine. Um, but you're happy with what you have. I'm happy with what I have. Um, it's given me a lot of really good ideas. I've actually stepped out into real estate too. There we go. You there know. we go. Hey, I always talk about investing, buying duplex, triplex, fourplex. Yo. You know, let other people pay for your dream. Exactly. You know. Um, bought a couple of duplexes outright. Um, Wait up! How many houses you have? <laughs> Twenty-four. You own twenty-four homes. Twenty-four single families. Yes. Twenty-four single families. And thirty properties in total. So you own wait up, wait up, wait up, wait up, wait up. Whoa, 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 whoa! Back it up, back it up. <laughs> So you own, okay. All right. So you own 30 properties, uh, 24 single property, and uh, the rest, the other six, are duplexes. Is that correct? Yep. And uh, how the hell did you acquire that much money to do it? Was it all from the welding or? Um, part of it was welding, part of it was trucking, but there's, there's a few really good real estate strategies that you can do if you have a really good accountant. Um, I'm very happy that, you know, one of my uncles is an accountant. Um, he makes a pretty good cut off of what I bring home. So, you know, he, he's been pretty much my go-to. Um, I've got a company on the side that you know, they go in, they rehab properties. All oh either. shit, so you're doing wholesaling too? Yo. So you got a wholesale company, you have a trucking company, you own uh, 30 properties personally. What the hell, uh, are your cars all paid off? Yeah. So okay, I'm not gonna put you on the spot, but <laughs> you a millionaire now. Under 30. Under yep. 30, baby. Yup. Hey, what's the advice for people? Uh, you know, you're 28 years old now, some people will call bullshit on it, but you know what? That's that's for people. You take what you can out of it. Work ethic. If you don't have the work ethic to do it, it's not going to happen. Um, you can set your dreams as high or as low as you want, but if you don't have the work ethic to push yourself to it, it's not going to happen. Um, if you don't have the will and the drive to do it, it's not going to happen. Um, that's. You know, it's not me hating on anybody, it's just me being realistic. It, you can either do it or you can't. Hey, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Uh, you know, uh, shout outs to anyone out there in the world that has helped you get to where you are now. Exactly. And it's it's been a long road to get where I'm at. Um, it's definitely had its setbacks. You know, nothing's been peaches and cream. You know, it's... Any support it systems? Um, really family, man, family? family, family, all day, family. Um, yeah, you better shout them out because they watch this <laughs> video and they're going to be upset. Right. Um, I had my grandparents. That was, you know, growing up for me, looking at my granddad, you know, it, that was what really got me. You know, there's, there's really a sense of pride and work ethic that's been lost in my generation. Um, looking at the older generations they had it uh, my generation we lost it man it it got too easy for us um, there's a lot of reasons I could say but I won't um, I get it no 
and most of it we're just too lazy it is what it is it is hey i, I, mean, lo I love it man so no i appreciate you brother we are the music makers and we are the dreamers of dreams Thank you.